0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Ducoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as we listen. Praise the Lord. My opening scripture today, receiving grace from the Lord and utterance by the Holy Spirit, I believe that the words of my mouth will not only be a blessing to me, a blessing to all my hearers, and above all that it will bring glory to your holy name, Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Yes, I want us to open to the book of, book of Colossians. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. It's a good place to start. Colossians chapter 1. Hallelujah. I just want you to see something there. Glory be to God in the highest. Look at verse. Let me just go to 26, but somehow. Uh, okay, 26. The mystery, 26 which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. Paul was talking to the church and was talking of the mystery and that this mystery had been hidden from the ages. And God began to reveal these things to the world through the ministry of Paul. Hallelujah. So he was saying there from verse 25, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations. Glory be to God in the highest. But now has been revealed to his saints. Uh, the first question is this. Is there a saint in this place today? If you are a saint, shout Hallelujah. Now, if you didn't shout, that means that you are not sure you are one. If you are sure you are one, shout hallelujah. Because this message is for saints. Let me, for, 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 for understanding's sake, uh, if you are born again, you are a saint. That's my Bible. That's the New Testament. That's your Bible. Given that we have different doctrines that classify and define how to become a saint, but the Bible, if you are found in Christ, you are a saint. And that's how you find Paul write to the saints in Ephesus. Praise the Lord. So then who is not a saint? The person who is not born again is not a saint. A church who are not, is not necessarily a saint until you make Jesus the Lord of your life. You are not one. So this message is for saints. So if, perhaps, if for any reason you are here today and you have not, seen deliberately, consciously, Make Jesus the Lord of your life. Make up your mind now that you will do it before you leave. Because this will benefit you a lot as it will benefit me and everyone here. Praise the Lord. So he says uh, the mystery which has been hidden from the ages and from generations but now has been revealed to his sins. Now the sins that doesn't have this revelation will probably be changed. Remember that promise? It says see. I have set the land before you. You go in and possess the land which I swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give unto to them and their generations after them. So the problem is not with the giver. It's not, it's not with the gift. The gift is prepared. The giver has given it. In fact, it's not telling you that, look, please pay attention It's yours. And now that you begin to understand that it is yours, now you know you're right and you know what is yours, then please go take it. It's the same thing. Because that really explains the covenant. So the mystery, so what is this mystery? Let's read it on. It's 27. To them God willed, that is the saint, them to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery <laughs> Among the Gentiles, if you are not a blood Jew, you are a Gentile. So these mysteries, this mystery is much more to us, Gentile saints, than anybody. Although, of course, the Jewish saints are included. He said to them, God will to make known what are the riches what if I know the riches of the glory of this mystery? You think my life will not be on the ascendance. That's why the path of the righteous has a shining light and it shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Praise the Lord. To them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles which is So what's the mystery now? Can we together? I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. I can't hear you. So the mystery hidden from the ages is that Christ will live inside of human beings. Uh-huh. And it's only the saints that have this privilege. That's why they should know. Can you imagine you are pregnant and you don't even know you are pregnant? You are carrying the baby and you are jumping and you don't even know. You know. It happens a lot. I've heard the testimonies. They won't know that they are pregnant. And they are pregnant. Not many people experience that though, but some do. So if you're looking at those people who are so pregnant with God and yet don't know, I think it's common among the saints. You are carrying him everywhere and yet the devil is slapping you. You are carrying the creator, the devil is slapping you. Don't you think he's taking advantage of your ignorance? Can't you now understand why his people perish for lack of knowledge? He's not talking of other people, his own people. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? So what's the mystery? Christ in you. And what does that do? It's the hope of glory. So there's always a hope of glory. There's always a hope of glory. There's always a hope of glory. It's so glorious. God is so glorious on me, me today. But I still have hope for a greater one tomorrow. And that's why in the kingdom, there is the adage, we're going from glory to glory. Everything God does is from glory to glory. It never diminishes, it, gets, it keeps getting better in the name of Jesus. So Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, one in every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ. To this end, I live all. If you are looking for something to invest your life in, what if you invested in letting people know that, look, Jesus Christ died for you? And let people know that now that you have come to him, that he died for you and you have received him, he's alive and active in you. And the people will see that. And the common things that discourage and destroy people cannot keep them down anymore. I don't think it's worth investing your life in such a thing. Can't you say? And that's why I'm glad. I remember in those days, I traveled quite a bit as a petroleum engineer. And I be saying to myself, abroad, I say, I wish I travel just for the Bible. I wish I travel and like I'm investing time and they're spending money on me to go from one coast to other or go from one study to the other, from Italy to Milan, from Milan to London, from London to California, California to talks, all over the place. I wish I could travel on the Bible. I never knew I was speaking the mind of God. I said that to say that I'm enjoying the best of my life. Doing this. You know my joy is to see a seeming nobody, no clue, no direction in life, suddenly got born again, and getting, getting born again began to find his way or begin to get built up and begin to get mature, and suddenly he begins to take his life on his hands. Taking the bull by the horn, he acquires education, and he's, he's getting nitter, and he's becoming gentler, and he's the best of man, and before long he seems standing and he's proclaiming Jesus, and he's a man of himself. We've seen it before when we picked those boys from in the bridge. Some of them were walking naked, they were terrorists, raping and killing. And just this same word that you are hearing today, which is able to make you all that he has made you to be, they began to hear. I wonder how some folks were able to preach to them. All these pastors and heads of and people, they just me from the audience. And you go with them. And I think what's happening now, whilst we're here, they're preaching on that, they preach. And they will sit down. And they will, they will sit down, they come to church. And some of them give their lives. And some of them will have nowhere to go. I mean, now we have limited space. We'll just put them there. We can't pick all of them. And you we'll see them transform. I remember in some years past, we'll bring them to church. And they get on the stage and they begin to speak. They spoke excellent english and when they begin to speak you see the women in church begin to cry why they say you mean you pick this one from underneath the bridge can you see what the word of god can they became leaders in the universities some went to read engineering what Christ in you can do, immediately creates a hope. As long as a man has hope, you cannot kill him. You cannot kill a hopeful man. But even if all the trappings are there and and everything is set before a man and he has no hope, he's a dead man. Christ in you! It changes the game. It changes the equation totally. Let me give you one quickly if all your parents and your great-great-grandparents great all died of one disease, you can begin to draw on your, on, on, on your right. What right? No. See, my great-grandfather probably knew God, but didn't know him like, didn't know him like I know him. And my father, but, you know, but me, I know that Christ is in me. And the Bible says, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, do I say? No. he will quit. What does that tell you? You are beginning to say, I'm not going to die like they die. No. That's hope. And that's, that spirit and that life, you will respond. So, going forward, you are going to be a lot, lot better than your father. In the name of Jesus. They say, Why? Because you are now in Christ. And Christ is in you. Uh-huh. Really? They you know, say, Pastor, I don't know my father. My father is such a huge success. What about being better than him still? Which is what the Bible says. Hello? So don't ever be afraid that you will turn out to be like your father. You will be better. If you're under the sound of my voice, I say you're coming out better. In the name of Jesus, you're coming out better. Uh, Pastor, what makes you so sure? The Bible, can't you read yourself? Isn't it there? Can't you read? So that gives us the next scripture quickly. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Let's speak from 17. Hallelujah. Look, watch this. Yeah. Now, can we read together, everybody? Therefore, if anyone... No, 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 no. Some special people, some special, special people. Uh, uh, no, no, you didn't get it. No, if some Americans. Anyone? No, 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 no. Some Japanese. Anyone? No, 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 no. You have to be wise king. No, no, you must come from a from, 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 from very affluent background. If anyone is what? In Christ. And what's that person? The person in Christ, he's a. That defines a new beginning straight away. Okay. He's <laughs> a new creation. Now read the next line. All things are passed away, all things are become new don't tell me that because witches were so strong, your great-great-great-grandfather was in the court, and he entered into agreement with some people, and that covenant was so strong, and he killed your great-great-grandfather, and he killed your great-grandfather, and he killed your grandfather, and he killed your father. Hey! You are in a new covenant! You are in a stronger covenant! It is saved by the blood of Jesus! You are now in Christ! Christ is in you! All things are And I didn't hear the pass away from here. You know why? When a stronger covenant steps in, it nullifies every lesser covenant. This this is power play. And we're talking the blood of Jesus. Uh Next verse. Now, all things are of God. So he can make some old and some new. He's God. He's the creator. All things are of God. Who has what? Come on. What makes us saints? What makes us in Christ? Because he has reconciled us. How? Through the blood of the everlasting covenant, the blood of Jesus. Who has reconciled us to himself? How? Through? I can hear you. And has what? Given us. Come on, the ministry of? See the way it works when God when God catches your attention and you willingly accept him, he makes you an agent of the kingdom. The moment you become born again, many will through you come into the kingdom. He blesses you to make you a blessing. I feel the fire, and that's just the way it is in the kingdom. You watch it. If God gives you 1,000 naira, use that 1,000 naira to establish the course of the kingdom in the lives of others, you will never remain 1,000 year. It's just the way it works. So He blesses you with salvation and the excitement of it, you are sharing and you are now a witness for Him to other people. You get more and more matured, more and more matured, promoted in the kingdom as it were. That's just the way the kingdom works. But I want you to notice the next verse. See, remember, he has reconciled us and given us what the mystery of reconciliation. Now look at the next verse. That is, now explain that. Reconciled through Jesus Christ and has given us the mystery of reconciliation. Now that's been explained. That is, that God was what? Come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Uh Aha. And so, how does he do reconciling? God got into Christ. And he reconciles through Christ. Hallelujah. And reconciling the world to himself, not in putting their trespasses to them, and has committed to us. Come on. Why the word? Because now he's committed to you to mystery of reconciliation and the word. But how does he reconcile? God will reconcile, he came in a body. So he was in Christ. And everywhere Christ went, everybody adjusted. Oh, everything created, adjusted. Everything. Because he was carrying God everywhere he went. Acts 10, he said, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what power? And he went about doing what? Come on. You can only do good, carrying God. God does good. Somebody's following me. So God does his conciling by wearing human body. (laughs) Because God is Spirit. So God will need human body to exercise authority here. I'll tell you the story in a short while. So you had to be in Christ as we knew him, physical, and from there did what he had to do. And now that he has reconciled us and has given us the mystery of reconciliation, so how do you think he expects you to do? You two will carry God. And everywhere you go. Ah, there's a song we used to sing. It says, let me Says Jesus on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a joy in my heart! Jesus on the inside and then showing on my outside. Oh, what a joy in my heart! Jesus on the inside manifesting on the outside. Oh, what a joy in my heart! Oh, what a joy in my heart! But you know the story behind this is this. At creation, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Come on, Genesis 1:26, 26, 27, 28. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So God set out to do something. And that's one of, the thing, one of the things that happened during the leadership thing. Because we recognize that we carry him. And we recognize that we're here for assignment. And he will never get you on an assignment without equipping you. And when he equips you by the spirit, gifts, and fruits of the spirit follow Because you not only have the power to execute, you have the character to sustain. Which is the way he does his thing. That's why he says you will bear fruits and your fruits will remain. This is what glorifies my father. Your life is a fruit bearing life. Please hear me well your life can never be ordinary. In the name of Jesus. Your life can never be ordinary in the name of Jesus. You are a saint. You are a child of God. And that's why we say, I'm a child of God in the name of Jesus. Let the devils hear, let the, let the situations hear. In the name of Jesus, I'm a covenant child of God. I can never be stagnant. He says, You are the light of the world. You are a city on the hill. You can never be covered in the name of Jesus. You can never. And why do we talk like we talk? Because that was the way He did it. I showed people from the scripture. I see there and I show people. So you can see that what happened. So God said, let us make after like this and let them have dominion. So the reason God created you and I here, dominion. Did you hear me? Dominion. What's dominion? Being in charge. What's dominion? Have and exercise authority over everything created. The boss of the earth, the beasts of the field, the fish of the sea, over all the three areas of existence. You have authority. As, well, as long as it is the earth, you are the one in charge. That's man. Psalm 115, I put the verse. It said, the heaven of heavens belongs to God, but the earth he has given to the sons of man. But you understand that in the Garden of Eden, man lost it. Come on, you understand? Man did. How? Because the devil targeted, targeted the soft spot, like the terrorists do today. They'll look for school children. they look for marketplace. they look for houses of worship, where there are no defensive forces. So he targeted the woman. Well, of course, the Bible tells us he's the weaker of, the bo- se- of both sexes, but he's the helper. And of course, because of lack of adequate knowledge, the devil deceived her. I'm using the words of the Bible. Deceived her. So it wasn't like she just willfully cooperated, but invariably she did, out of deceit. She was deceived. And why was she deceived? Because she was not knowledgeable enough. She lacked the understanding. And the moment she took of the fruit of, that, of, the, of, the, of the tree, she was gone. Immediately she realized that something has changed. She became the first to be born again. Born again? Yeah. Born again from righteousness to failure. Her nature changed. Fear took over. They didn't know fear before then. So you can appreciate the scripture. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, we have been delivered. We are the saints. We are the born again children of God. Today, we are not ruled by fear. Are you here? But at that time, Adam was not fallen, but Eve was fallen. Eve was in trouble. Eve's nature had changed. Eve was not ruled by fear. Then Adam appeared. The Bible didn't say Adam was deceived. The devil dared not to challenge Adam. So Adam willfully. He wasn't confused. And that's why what Adam did, as far as God was concerned, was, an, was a treasonable act. It was, a, it was the height of all betrayals. And that's why he was seen. He willfully submitted his authority to the devil. And so man became slaves. Or rather, men became slaves. Man became slaves of the devil on earth. It wasn't to be so. That wasn't what God created. Praise the Lord. Man had authority until the devil took it. And guess what he said to Jesus in the, in the wilderness of temptation. He said, look at the glories of the world. He said, they are mine. And he was right. But they were never his from the beginning. They belong to man. He said, they are mine. He said, because they have been given to me. He was right man gave it to him said I can give it to whom I like said Jesus I can give it, I can give it to you you can be the man and Jesus was the second Adam and the last Adam the representative of man the one that was here to take it back from the devil anyway and he said just do one thing worship it. you know what it means submit your will to my will become like Eve and Adam do you know who you worship is your master who you worship become a I mean, in his nature? Have you heard that you become like what you worship? Yes. And that's why I said, no, 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 no. That's not tempt the Lord of God, and only, and only him shall you what? Worship. He refused. And the Bible said after the devil had free, tempting him, he left him for a while. He will come back again. And angels came down to strengthen him. Your battle in life is a battle of wills. It's the battle of whose authority are you under? It's the battle of who do you worship? So now we have a situation, had a situation rather, where God must take back the authority. And God cannot get angry and say, Can you imagine what man has done? Can you imagine? How dare you, Satan? Give it to me. No. He will do what he does best. He will accuse God to his face. I thought you are a just God. Did you give me the authority? How come you are coming to talk to me? You gave it to man. Go and meet the man you gave it to. Because you are God ordained that, that on earth is man that will, that, will, that will rule. And so God said, well, I, I will take it back. That means that I have to find myself a body. I have to be in the body of a man. And I will take it back. And he said it right from the time of the judgment in the Garden of Eden. He said, hey, the seed, sit and listen. Stop and listen. You will bruise the heel oh, her, 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 of the woman, but the seed of the woman will crush your head. You will bruise your head. Hebrew idiom. Bruising of head is breaking the lordship over you. And that was why Pharaoh wanted to kill all the sons that were possible because they were trying to prevent the son to come. Because the son that is coming, will take the authority back. Herod did the same thing. Many kings in o- of old did it, looking for the son of promise to kill him, but no, they couldn't. When it looked like they were closed, God came and spoke in a vision to Joseph. He said, take, the, take Mary and the boy and escape to Egypt. And when that Herod died, he said, those who are seeking his life are dead. Now go back. Let me tell you this quickly. Those who are seeking your life against your fulfillment of your destiny in Christ Jesus, they will die can I say it again those who are working assiduously to make sure that they remove you so that you will not complete or conclude your destiny in Christ they will die so if they repent that's okay God, God has always done that what about Pharaoh, that was Herod what about Pharaoh, he buried him in the sea so you split the sea and make me walk right through. You drown my fear in the sea of perfect love. It will be buried in the same place where your miracle of escape and promotion will be rot. Onoti moseba toriyano faraobabe oriyonu it's a covenant matter you say how he said I will bless them that bless you when you know who you are and they that curse you I will curse them he said he will curse them don't curse them. God will curse them. No big joko. So God had to take on flesh. So he had to be in Christ. Glory be to God in the highest. Okay. And hear us. For every man who is born again. Again, if you look at that scripture, don't turn to it. It said, um, if any man be. In Christ. If you look at Ephesians chapter 2, it says, You were once far off, and then all oh, this one, alien from the stranger from the commonwealth, uh, aliens from the stranger from the covenant of promises, without God, without hope in this life. So, But now, in Christ. And that's why Paul will say of the saint, Your life is hidden with God in Christ. He wasn't flippant about that. Because his own life was embedded in God the Father. And everywhere he went, he carried God the Father. Is somebody hearing me? And so for the saints who are now in Christ, you are automatically in God, in Christ. You talk of supernatural security. talk of supernatural creativity. Talk of supernatural progress. So when I say I'm a child of God, it's pregnant with meaning. And now you can understand why our scripture in the year of covenant is you are of God, little children. And you have overcome them. Why? Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. That's where the power comes from. We have scriptures quickly. Uh, you, 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 you. John seventeen twenty three. We read together. Jesus was in the last, the last, his last prayer. They call it a prayer. In John seventeen, he said, "I." That, that, that was when he said, "Father, I've finished the work now. What is left is just to, what is left is just to seal it in the cross." But I've finished the work. It's done. And what we say? He said, "Now I am in them. Who are the them? You and I. Uh-huh. I, the, because even pretty first one he said, look.'" These ones and those who through them will receive the word, so he anticipated our time. So he says, I in them and you, He's talking to God the Father, Jesus was talking, and you where me. come on, talk to me, talk to me, me. that they may be what made what in one. You know, perfect is the same word as complete, the same word as fit that they may be made fit to be one with us. <laughs> Now you see when I begin to think this way, I begin to talk this way, I to think this way. I walk towards some people, they fall down. It's because of what I'm thinking, my consciousness just walking that way because of what I'm thinking. I leave that sickness. Anything that is contrary, will change. I'm carrying the Maker. I'm carrying the Maker. I'm meditating on who has made me. you see why? So um, it's not because I'm looking for what to say. When I say you are a winner, you are a child of God. I say you will succeed. I say you will prosper. I say you will see your children's children. In the name of Jesus, I'm not just talking. Not because I want to preach something. It's because I know. But as powerful as it is, until you take it, the land is set before you. You've got to see it. You've got to go and take it for yourself, and you take it by faith. I don't see any dark future anywhere in anybody's life. No, I don't. I see you in Christ Jesus. I in them, I mean that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know. The world will know. Uh-uh. <laughs> that you have sent me, and I've loved them, even as we, the same love with which you love me is what, the way you love them. Can you imagine? What if you wake up morning and you know that the same way God loves Jesus, Jesus. he loves you. Everything on that at that day everything about you will change, but that's the truth. This is not flippant. This is the word of God. Now, you know that that was the way God. See here, Jesus in John chapter five verse nineteen. I'm closing. Look at what he says. Then Jesus answered and said to them, "Most actually, I said to you, you can we read together?" And who is the son here himself he was telling the, the pharisees that were fighting him he said most of it, i said to you I, I the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father uh, do uh, for whatever the father does the son also in like manner you know why he was carrying the father everywhere so if the father never spoke he never spoke but i never did he never did uh, and so when the father when he was walking and he saw the lame man and the father said let that man walk he said walk Boom. That was Jesus. By me, because I'm coming through Jesus into the Father, I'll say, walk in the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. And that's it. Can you see the confidence the word of God can build in you? Can you see that when you become conscious of the one living inside of you, hope is built immediately. Fear vanishes. You can confront any situation and win. Any situation. And win. Look at verse 30, quickly. Watch. If he's the one in me, then let him do the talking. Carry it together. Come on, if you are a saint, read it. Now, you are not just reading what Jesus said. That was the principle Jesus employed. Yeah, you are a saint. This is the same principle that I put you over. So when you are saying this is of me, tell what kind of himself do nothing. Nothing. As Taiwan hears, he judges. And that was judgment, then we'll be righteous. Because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father. Did you hear that again? he didn't say I will of myself do no, I can. And hear what he said to me in John, in John chapter 15. He said, if I if you abide in me, I want to abide in you. You will ask whatever you may you want, and it shall be done. And I says, For without me, Taiwo, you you can do nothing. Jesus said, Without the Father, I can do nothing. And Jesus said, "Taiwo, I'm in you. And Taiwo, I want you to preach this word. I said, Thank you, sir. Without Jesus, I can do nothing. So when I hear him and I declare, there'll be miracles. There'll be breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) Whoa. So how really, how does God come into you? One, you become immediately a particle of his divine nature. 2 Peter 1.4, write it down, check that out. 2 Peter 1.4, it says you are now partakers of the divine nature. I take on the nature of God. I shed the nature of the devil who hitherto was my father. When I was classified as darkness, come on, Ephesians chapter 2. You who were one time darkness are now you are now the light of the world. Yeah. So I am the light of the world. I'm a city only here. I can never be obscured. Well, I think I'll stop there. You know, say that the second way rather, apart from big nature, is that the Holy Spirit will come and dwell inside of you. You now say something in John chapter fourteen. Say when he has come, he will never initiate his own word he won't just, just speak he will hear me Jesus said the Holy Ghost will hear me and how do you know the Holy Ghost is in you come on First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16 2 Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 6 verse 16 it says don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit that was inside of you John chapter 14 it says and when he comes he will not only be with you he will be in you and when he comes he will not speak of his own he will hear me And as he hears me, he will speak to you. So, any way you look at it is the pattern in the kingdom. When God dwells in Jesus, he was speaking. And Jesus was saying what the Father was saying. The work was done. And now that he's dwelling in me and I in him, so God speaks, Jesus hears. Jesus speaks, the Holy Ghost hears. The Holy Ghost speaks, I hear. I speak, creation will have to realign in the name of Jesus. So I can, dele- I, can de- I, can- I can declare, I say in the name of Jesus, I declare peace in your home. And somebody's home will get adjusted straight. See, so why not everybody? It's by faith. I declare that swelling your groin, I say, die in the name of Jesus. I, somebody's groin, we are just... And when he goes to see the doctor tomorrow, he'll say, what did you do? What did you do? And he will try to explain, say, well, I don't know. I was just in the service. He Well, whatever you do, keep on doing it. Then he'll take you off the medication and everything. God has done it. Why not everybody? It's by faith. The one that knows he has need of it, I'll grab it quickly. And he'll be the one to say, I went for a meeting one night and my eyes lie, Something. He said, "You still have much to say." It's what I'm thinking. That's what I've been using my head to think. That's what I've been using my heart to think. At least for the past since last year, when I began to talk on the over all my life, but much more so since last year, when I began to talk on the blood of Jesus. Every 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 quote. I'll see what, where the covenant comes in. That's... oh, I feel the fire. I can go on, but it's the principle I'm just trying to lay. It takes a body for the spirit. To exercise authority on earth. And I ask the question usually. I said, don't, do, don't you know that without your body, you will still be living? Only that we won't see you anymore. But you will still be living. But without your spirit, will you be living? No. God is spirit. He took on flesh. He wrought miracles. He said, you are my children. How? You are like me now. Sitting in the heavenlies. It is apostatic union. It is one. It's not God's spirit and my spirit. No. There is a covenant that merges us. Like it says in marriage. You see it in First Corinthians. You see it in Ephesians. See if you are baptized into him, you are one spirit with God. So the day you get but again, you stop doing things solo, in a solo form. You, are doing, you start doing things in a covenant form. I can't do anything. Except my father. You see where we get results. You see why we are a mystery. Because we, uh, we, because we walk in the mystery that is called God. You see what's the mystery? God emptying human beings and becoming one. People don't know that is, that. is that serious? You see this, my wife. By the time they test my blood, you see some of the constituents of her blood in my blood. Test her blood. You see. I know it was difficult to understand. Bible has said this long before. Until they see herpes and gonorrhea and syphilis, then it goes to a height with HIV, blood disease. So the woman has it, the man sleeps with her, he has it. Blood to blood. And the life of the flesh is the blood. So you are sharing life. That's covenant. So what about me and God? We are sharing life. What about you and God? You are sharing life. You see what I mean? So if you are taking on me, you are taking on me and Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit. It's a covenant matter. That's why the question is not adjusted that it may be perfect in one. We are the one, you and I, but now they are included. So now when I say in the name of Jesus, heaven, everyone say, yeah, we are ready. When I say in Jesus' name, the whole of hell goes this way. What are they trying to do? Because I know my rights! There's everybody that says Jesus' name that works. They say Jesus in Jesus' name out of here. Jesus! Jesus I say in the name of Jesus. Hell knows what they're talking about. Shall we rise? Hosabara to jesurara Hosabara to Davidi Baba, Kosabara, to Davidi Jesus, Agbara, 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 to Chamba, Kosabara, Kosabara, Kosa to Jesu Jesus, Kosabara, Kosabara, to Davidi. Let me try in, in Zulu Oh amandla Jesu I try So when you hear them say amandla Power so I shall power. It belongs to Jesus. Where is it? In me. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with what? Ah. I didn't hear you. Ah. See, we are talking Jesus. He says it's God's power. He anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. And everywhere he went, they knew he carried power. Can I quickly say this? I don't know who you are. But that's the reason you are in this service today. From today your everyday life your everyday life we speak of the power of God I'll say it one more time I'll say it one, two more times it's the reason God brought you here today now you have an idea you are still going back home to study from today your everyday life will manifest the power of God in the name of Jesus whether it's physically emotionally or spiritually one more time I say I release that power to satisfy your yearning from today in the name of Jesus your everyday life will speak of the power of God in the name of Jesus if you are the one shout hallelujah say with me I'm a child of God I'm a covenant child of God I'm as bold as a lion. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power. Power. Love and some mind. Say with me, I'm anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. Everywhere I go, I do good. In the name of Jesus. Say with me, the rest of my life, will always be the best of my life. In the name of Jesus. Come on, give me a real shout of victory again in the house. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dikoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries Off-Town Planning Way in Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org Thank you. God bless you.